Hello and welcome to episode 30 of As Yet Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And episode 30. It feels so long ago. It, well, it's been well, a, it has. a couple it's of years. It, yeah, two, like, two years. Two years and 30 episodes. That's pretty good. That's, that's over one a month. <laughs> and that's including the big break we took. Yeah, we did take a yeah, fair, what, six months? Yeah. So it would, we would have been on 30 and passed it by now. Maybe nearly forty. Yeah. Wow. If not, if not a bit more. Um, but it has been amazing to do all these ones up to date. Yeah, it's here. been a it's been a roller coaster. Um, in in some sense, you know, we've had some ups and downs in in life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Things uh, have happened, but we've overcome them. Yeah, and we've still been able to get stuff out. Um, we've had a roller coaster of movies going from um, really good to absolutely bloody awful. Um. There are yeah. two. There are two <laughs> movies that stand out in my head that have been like, "Why? Why did we even think this might be a good idea?" Yeah, um, one of them hasn't been released yet, and the other one I wish hadn't been released. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes, still made no sense. You walk into a cave and suddenly you're on a desert. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, um, anyone who's listened to the podcasts further back will know what I'm referring to. Yeah, we've we've gone through uh, some different versions of how we explain films and movies, <laughs> from the simple to completely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, over yeah. Robotic synopsis to just <laughs> rambling on. That, oh, our first ones, the where we went for each part. Yeah. I had a list. I've still got the notes. That each section, what we thought about, how they yeah. did this, and their motivations. Now we just we just we talk. Do you know what? I, I was watching. I was looking something online, right? And it says the um, best advice for people that are doing a podcast, and it's got like prep, more prep, even more prep. <laughs> and I'm thinking. We, we watch a film, that. turn the mics on, and ramble for an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's about as pre- the prep that we get is watching the film, and that's it. Yeah, we, we don't follow any set pattern for when we do no. our podcasts. I don't think we need to. I think we bounce off each other enough, <laughs> and we both take enough mental notice, notes. Yeah, yeah, to be able to. And if we don't, then we kind of just make it make something as a point, and, and then we bounce it, yeah. back off of it. I mean, once you've seen the movie, you, you've got enough of it in your head to make a podcast about it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. So we've gone through. Some really good films, some really bad films. Um, we've had a couple of films do really, really well. On, Amazingly well, spectacularly so. Um, we've gone through eight Christmas movies, <laughs> um, two Halloween films, one film for 4th of July. Amazing. We've, I feel like we've done so much. And it's, yeah. like, it's only 30 episodes. Just think one day we'll reach 100 episodes. Uh, that'd be great. Our centennial. Uh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I... So before we go any further, uh, I, I want to get some of the, uh, the sponsory pluggy yep. Ujima flips out of the way. There'll Please be, proceed. There's one now, and then uh, or just there'll be one later. But don't skip this bit. This bit's really interesting. Um, Chris, you drink Rogue Energy? I do. I do. Um, there is a new shaker coming out. Uh, it's called the Gladiator, which is a 24-ounce shaker, if that tickles your pickle. <laughs> well, I won't <laughs> tell you what tickles my pickle, thank you very much. But the size certainly intrigues me. It does. <laughs> Bigger is better. <laughs> Um, if you want to get 10% off, just click the link below in our note, footnotes, right? And all you got to do is buy, click on the link, find the thing that you want, get a different flavor, and then put in AYU10 on the checkout and you get 10% off. Excellent. Can't, can't go wrong. It, well, I was literally about I know. to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the plug done. Um, if you want to get merch, we're happy. Then, um, <laughs> yep, we're very happy. I would, I'm still waiting to get pictures of someone wearing our merch. 
I yeah. really want to see a picture of someone sending us. Someone sends us a picture of them wearing our merch. Exactly. And now that the even more news, which means we're now in charge of our promo stuff. So we can now rig where we want discounts to start and stop. Yeah. When you get free delivery, where you don't get it. So we're now in even in more control of all that stuff. Oh, excellent. So the minute we know a promo is happening, I can set it to where we want it, and then we can just do it a plug for over the next course of the month or whatever on a pod, and you actually get the promo that we've set. Oh, brilliant. So it works out even better. Our so, listeners get what they get. What they, what they want? Yeah, it didn't sound quite right in my head, though. They get what they want. They get the best deal we can give them. Exactly, yeah. yes. Um. So, yeah, I'm not actually sure what it is yet. I need to uh, re- just jiggle some stuff to make it so because over the month over till summer yeah then they change again um so i just need to rejiggle them but by the time this episode comes out you'll have um, a promo code anyway you'll be you're doing a lot of jiggling yeah a bit like what um bowie does with, the, with his balls <laughs> he does spin his, <laughs> he spins his balls quite well I'm, yeah i'm surprised he didn't slip and damage him yeah well you know you don't want to break your balls do you? <laughs> i'm surprised they showed that on a movie like this him jiggling his balls in front of people exactly um but so the thirtieth episode, Chris, we um, we was on un- very unsure of, of what to bring out for the thirtieth. We had multiple ideas, and I've still got the other DVD up there at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, um, we took us a while to decide on this particular movie. Yeah, we so we done a pod uh, a a poll on the um on the Twitter, one on the Facebook, um, we asked a couple of people that we knew personally, and the same film for me come up about two or three times, and I was like, it's got to be that one. Um, so the person I mentioned it first is a guy called Connor. Right. Uh, Shout out I, to Connor. Yeah, that I work with. Um, so he was the one that was like, oh, you need to do it because I haven't seen it in ages. And that made <laughs> me think, I haven't seen Labyrinth in a long time. Oh, they, they were telling him which one it is. Yeah, yeah. So we have seen, uh, so Labyrinth. Yes, with David the, Bowie. Is the episode. I mean, you would have guessed that from the... Uh, Music intro, yeah. Yeah, and the uh, the fact that it's called, it's titled Labyrinth. However... Okay, well, we haven't uh, actually uh, said it yet. Okay. <laughs> but, um, Rude. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, Connor was like, I haven't seen you have, because he watched it a couple of weeks ago, and it's like I ain't seen it in ages, other than I was like, yeah, that's a good point. I wanted a film that goes like, oh, I haven't seen it in ages, and make we make them want to watch go it, yeah, and watch it. So I was like, this is the perfect film. But yeah, once you listen to this, please go and actually watch the movie itself because you will thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, and we uh, unless you're terrified of puppets. Yeah, which um, people are, but well, you know my my particular fear, but that particular type of puppet doesn't exist in this movie, so I'm okay. Well, there's two. There's the vent, the wooden ventriloquist, and Chucky. Oh, it's just they're just not right. <laughs> Imagine Chucky. In this. No, I do want to. <laughs> I like this movie. Don't spoil it for me. Yes, I. Yes, okay, people out there, I have an issue with bloody Chucky. Yeah, I saw that as a kid, and it terrified the frick out of me. And those old-fashioned ventriloquist, Victorian ventriloquists, the ones that the jaw goes up and down, the eyes twitch. He's a weird dude. Slappy. Slappy was is horrifying. Yes, absolutely <laughs> horrific. Things that move that quickly by themselves that shouldn't move at all yeah. are terrifying. I know. Same way I feel about spiders. Too many legs. Uh, yeah. Um, so as you were saying, so it's a while since we've watched this. Uh, where do you want to start? <laughs> <coughs> My apologies, dear listeners. Uh, where do you want to start? The age of Sarah. Very not sure. Yeah, so... We say, like, 16 to 19. I'd, I'd go 14, 15 to 19. Yeah. 
Because if she's 19, she's a very immature 19, given uh-huh. her room. Yeah, it's true. But I wouldn't put her any, any earlier than 14, because her parents wouldn't let her babysit the little yeah, boy. point. Yeah. Maybe 14 to 17. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, she, at 17, she could still be in that girly phase. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. was the 1980s. It's not like the yeah. gold, uh, young 80, women now. 86. I feel it's weird that you, it's that old, but it's that good still. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You have some 80s films that are bad, like Absolutely real bad. atrocious, yeah. Um, but some of them stand the test of time really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So you were saying about her age. I think, so when I was saying maybe, because we were, we were kind of having a bit of a chat as we were walking it, watching it, I reckon the actress playing her could have been older. Yeah. But she played a younger character. Well, Americans of, have older actors playing high school students and things. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, you see a lot of that like, in Buffy and Glee and, and stuff like 90210 that. 90210 back yeah. then. Um, which I never watched. I, I, I never saw watched clips. Glee. I've seen YouTube clips. I've yeah. never actually watched the show. Um, but no, you're right. It's uh, It's weird to think that she could be older. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really check the ages of how they were. But what did you think about it being two, um, like two human people and the rest of the cast of puppets? I like it. Yeah, because to me, I know they were puppets, but they had their own personalities. The main cast of puppets. Yeah, yeah. So you drew, they drew you in as though they were actually people, characters in the show, yeah. in the movie itself. So we were saying, so we have had this conversation before. Um, I like puppets that um, that uh, have like facial features, overly exaggerated facial features. Yes, but, but are able to make facial expressions. Yeah. Not smooth face, non-moving, with just the mouth or the eyes moving. They don't, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't draw you in. It doesn't give them a sense of self to you. Yeah, because I, I tend to look beyond. So when we have a conversation, people's eyebrows move and... Do you know what I mean? Their nose like moves doorknock, we saw. Yeah. They actually made made sure the eyebrows moved, the jaw moved. Exactly. You know, so things like that really, like, it interests me a lot more. Um, to think how much time... And effort. Would have gone, yeah, it would have gone oh. into doing this. I mean, like... For example, the hand, like, so one of the scenes uh, when Sarah drops through the floor. Um, a, a group, of, a, a load hands. of hands called Helping Hands yeah. grab her. But when they start talking, the hands themselves form like the eyes, the nose, the mouth, sometimes the moustache. Yeah. And, and that, talk. Yeah. As, which is incredible. Like, think of just the choreography for that. That would have, ta- that's something you'd have to get right. Not on the first time, because it's very unlikely, but you'd have to practice for quite a while to do it yeah yeah you know and the thing is as well you only see the arms and you don't know the surrounding which is great because you don't know what the but surrounding how many people would have to be standing there to do it yeah ex- exactly so there must have just been arms there and maybe they could peek through or i have no idea but that must have taken so much time <laughs> you know um yeah so i mean speaking of time and stuff do you know what i really enjoyed got him the set that, the, the 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 set of the labyrinth itself was just amazing. Yeah, the skill that went into doing that creation, Jim Henson's company. Yeah, yeah, and do you know what I think it is as well. It's now I don't want to bash CGI current. However, this set is made as a set. Yeah, like it's a proper set. It's not like half of the set and then you have got green screen and a computer graphic added on. No, not like this some is, bits. This is actually. Built it to exactly. last. This is, and this is what I feel like sometimes is is better. That's why I like a lot of older films when I watch it because I've said this before. The, the, you've, they've put more effort into it rather than just typing a yeah. few bits into a computer. You know, I know there's a lot more skill needed to actually put it into the computer than what I said than just typing it in. Yeah, but this is like 
blood, sweat, and tears. You're putting your yourself into the set. You're building it up. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like it's. Can we do this? Can we make it crooked? And sometimes it's, it's art by, by doing it. For example, you know, sometimes it's a happy accident. Whereas like you drop something on the step, like you if they were building a step and they dropped the hammer and it made a crack. As long as that was safe, they would. I would leave it in because it makes it. That, yeah. that how it is like it gives it life whereas on a computer you can give it as much life as you want it to but there's something still missing yeah you know there's like there's it's still lifeless physical sets have an essence all to themselves yeah rather than just like and i have no problem with green screen technology no me no, neither no problem with cgi to a degree but when it comes to a physical set you actually have to you, you can't go wrong with no it. it's it just shows more dedication to the film than yeah. the computer in a way. You know, and the thing is as well, like, as, as we were saying, it's, in one sense, yes, it would have taken longer to do because I had to make the stair. Like, for example, the staircase thing, up and down, and that would have taken a long time. However, yeah. if they'd done that now, it wouldn't be half as good. They could make it look amazing, but yeah. the, it's not done how, do you know what I mean? It's not normal. No. When they were do- when she was doing walking up the stairs... No, she ever, you never saw her upside down or anything. Yeah, yeah. It was always it was always Jared or the baby. She was always the right the right side up. Yeah. So the step the set they used, they had all the bits upside down. They could never use them because they're actually literally upside down. But the way they showed it, the, the camera angles and everything, made it seem like she was upside down in places. Yeah. And you could tell that he like for example like Bowie's character wasn't upside down because when he walked upside down, his hair was still down. Yeah. Like it was still normal. So you can tell that was shot once or twice, then added. You know, and I feel like that is, it's just little things like that that make me feel like, oh, but it's more time and effort. It's not just lazily done with like, yeah. oh, not, not in a way of where it's lazy doing GTI, but things like this are so much more impressive. Oh, they are. Definitely. You know I mean? Yeah. Oh, I completely agree that they're more impressive, mate. So, uh, yeah, you know, like even if it's built massive or built small, but when they camp because of the way the camera's moving around, it looks like a huge set. Like yeah. the train from Back to the Future. <laughs> it looks massive, but when they're shooting it from a distance, it's a, you know a standard size train, yeah. like just minute. Um, but yeah, the, the the whole set is great, um, start to finish. I don't think there's anything. Yeah, I can't I can't pick anything out. Although the only thing I did pick out, what we kind of noticed, we started seeing Bowie's face. Yeah, I I I don't know if I'd ever seen that before. You know, you don't really notice it. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely didn't see the one, the second one you showed me, him against the wall. Uh, is that the one with the bog? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'd never seen that before. So I hadn't. So I looked online after we'd seen them. And I was like, is there any more? And it turns out there's seven that you have to spot throughout like throughout the film, which is... Uh, but they never mentioned that, did they? They just put them no. in there. So if you see them, think, oh, it's his face. So it's a little thing for... It's a little it's like gift. An e- it's an Easter egg. Yeah. Like a little hidden Easter egg um, in within a film. And a good thing is because the, in the labyrinth, the story is anything. Like he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. So him adding his own face would be something that his character would do anyway, because it makes it about him. Oh, he's Jared's character, the Jared, sorry, Jared himself, David Rhodes' character. He's incredibly egotistical. Yeah, everything's very. about him in all ways. Yeah, is that exactly what I mean? So like the way he's, it's done is you wouldn't think that that's an Easter egg. You'd think that's just him. Yeah, adding his face in for the sake of like, oh. So everyone around sees his face. Everyone knows he is the one in control. He's the ruler. Yeah, he's the goblin king. Goblin, yeah, he's the king of the goblins. Yeah, and so many chickens. Yeah, I don't understand (laughs) the chickens. Excuse me. 
It's, it's never mentioned why there are so many chickens. I don't know. Like, I mean, because they don't do anything. No. They're just there to cluck. Do you remember the bit? Do you remember the bit? Where, <laughs> I didn't say that. Do you remember the bit where um, they, in the background you just saw someone use the net to grab one of the chickens yeah, over the yeah. top? You're thinking, there's no reason for them to do that. Just added that in and it looks brilliant. Yeah. Do you know what I would love to do? Like, at, at some point, just watch. You know when you can watch the, uh, something frame by frame just yeah. to see what's happening? I feel like there's so much. There's so much going on in the foreground, right? That you you're paying attention to it. That you don't pay attention to the silly little bits yeah. that can steal the scene in the background. As you said, the bit with the chicken. <laughs> you see over the shoulder of the like Jared, is his neck go over us and they grab one of the chickens and pull it back. Yeah, exactly. Like that's <laughs> not necessary, but the fact that it's in there is yeah. it's there for a reason. I do wonder if the person did that deliberately or it was like or it's part of the movie or someone's just done it themselves. I don't know. And that's the thing is I, I don't think it's things like that that we won't know. Which make it even like oh yeah, it draws you in. More. Yeah, you really want to know because now I want to see like that's right. I want to see other stuff. What else? What else did I miss? Yeah, like is there other silly things that have happened that we didn't see? Silly things. <laughs> so I'm, I keep going back to the bog where the stones come up, and every time you stepped on one, the fart noise happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you weren't impressed with the sphincter like expulsions from this bog, were um, you? It's the the ripply, muscly thing on the in the bog. I just feel it's kind of gross. I mean, the idea is because it's farting that he makes a fart. The idea it, it looks does look like a, a sphincter, you know. You know, I'm going to say a butthole. Yeah, it does look like one. Yeah, kind of thing. However, I feel like if they'd have made it less like that, it wouldn't have seemed. It. I, I don't know. That's what do you know. What it's one of the, what is they, they took a risk of doing it, and it did look good. Yeah. However, it, it's just it's just weird to see a bog. When you see a bog and it's bubbling, <laughs> it's just a bubbly bog and it's yeah. just buttholes, like bubbling and foaming yeah. and stuff. And it's, rippling and yeah, pulsing. Yeah. Like, you think, ew. But that's the, it's the bog of eternal stench. Exactly. So that is, that's, the, that's the natural reaction to being there. Yeah. Apparently, if you set foot into the bog, you stink forever. Yeah, which, which is weird because um, Lud- Ludo? Ludo. Yeah, Ludo um, controls the rocks. Yeah. And brings them up from the, the he, bog. He, he roars and they rise from the bottom. So, and then uh, Sarah steps on them. So I, I said, is it that they thought they, when they go in the bog, that's when they become like smelly forever? Because Jared did threaten Hoggle with uh, Hoggle, putting yeah. him in head first. You know, so I mean, there's, there's not a rule kind no. of thing. But stepping on something which has been in the bog has doesn't have the same effect as being in the bog itself. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming. I mean, that that's what we see. Well, if she's if one day when we find out her shoes are still stinking somehow, <laughs> they've had to chuck the shoes away. Do you know what? As well, I always question: Do you think it was a dream? I don't know because after at the end, you see in her room pretty much all the things that have turned up. Even the MC Escher staircase area yeah, yeah. is a picture in her room. Jared is a figurine on her desk. Yeah, but then did she not? Have them before. I don't remember seeing Jared's figure there before. So that's what I mean. So it's one of the things, again, we have to go from the back to the start, back yeah. into the end, Com- but, compare, compare. Like. You remember my uh, my dark theory about what well, this is, what yeah, happened yeah. here? Because at the end, all the all the goblins come back into the room and they're having a party with her. That wouldn't happen. I th- I, I said to you, partially is a joke. Someone came in, kidnapped the kid, and she had a mental breakdown. This is her in an asylum somewhere. Just mm-hmm. imagine that everything's okay. She's got all her friends, the baby's safe, and everything's happily ever after for her. So, I mean, that's, that's I reckon they could do so many theories on this. Oh, yeah. You, you know. You couldn't, you, you couldn't not. There yeah. was too many ways to do it. 
It's like I think uh, it's Jareth, isn't it? Isn't yeah. It? He, um, so I think he was the ver- he was the very first kidnapped child or lost child, sacrificed, thrown uh, away. Uh, yeah, something like that, and he got whisked away. But by whom? I I think so because the goblins are always there. Were they? I'd I'd, I'd like to believe so. Like they kind of took him under his wing, and then he became. Because the, the goblins aren't the only species there. No. Jared. Jareth. Jareth. I'm going to call him Jared. <laughs> I think it's Jareth. One second. Well, this doesn't help me at all. I don't know why I looked at that. <laughs> the Goblin King yeah, yeah. said, or well, called Hoggle a dwarf. And clearly uh, Ludo and Sir... What's the little knight called? Uh, Didymus. Didymus. They're clearly not goblins. No. So there are other species there. So maybe he was the first person to become... Well, he was the, Maybe um, he was wished away. Another species raised him and he, he started pulling kids in. Maybe. Because I always felt like, because we were saying, more of the goblins that are there could be... Because you don't actually say what happens to the children. He turns them to goblins. So they get turned into goblins yeah. um, if they don't beat the 13 hours, right? Or 15 hours. I think it's 13 hours. They give, yeah, they right, give yeah, the person 13. to make the way through the maze to the yeah, city. So if they don't beat 13 hours... Oh, they don't the, get her in 13 hours. The then, child becomes a goblin. I and think. the person must forget. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're forgotten in the real world. I yeah. hope. I don't mean to sound rude, but if they're remembered in the real world, then there's an entire civilization's worth of lost kids missing from this yeah. country or from the world that people aren't remembering. They're in a labyrinth, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'd like to think that some of the goblins would be... The already f- there. Yeah, the, some are already there, some are the forgotten children. Yeah. We can hope, because I'd rather not think of all those goblins being children. You know, exactly. Um, what did you think of the goblins? Like, or just overall? Like, did you... How did you feel about them? Like, because they were very stupid, but in like a... They remind me of way. the old... Um, the mythologies of the imps. They're playful and funny, but if you tr- if you go... If you mess them up the wrong way, they become vicious and dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But I liked them. Yeah. I liked the whole the chaotic energy they had all over it, the place. It was very, um, like, Muppet-esque. Hmm. Yeah, I, was, I know it's by the same like creator and stuff like that that done, um, like Kermit and Miss Piggy and stuff. But you can tell. But do you in, know what I mean? Yeah, even with the Goblin King being a king, the throne room isn't a isn't a traditional king ruling over his subjects. It's he's with them. Yeah, he's just sitting in a big chair and occasionally he makes them laugh at his jokes. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they, they start laughing at one bit and he tells them to shut up. And then he says whatever Some, he says. And he well, goes, and well you, yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> well, laugh. <laughs> he's he's happy that they're laughing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's he's not ruling. He, he calls himself the Goblin King, but he's not ruling them. No, he just watches them because he allows them to make the mistakes, mess up, and get hurt and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he cares all that much about them. No, he he has he has. What is his motivation for ruling them then? I I don't know. I think because he's the only human that we see. I think because of that, and he has more um, more power. Yeah, that's why he's king. I think it's a power thing. So he's just using. He's he's basically dominating them. He's it's yeah. his realm. He can do what he likes, and he's got his subjects. He doesn't care what his subjects do. Yeah, as long as they recognise that he's the one in control, he has power. I I reckon so. Yeah, it's an interesting theory. I mean, because nothing else would make sense of why he's so important when there's more of them. Like as we said, you know, like more dominance in numbers. There's tons of them. I mean. If they all got if they all got together, they could, if he was just like a person, they could bring him down. Exactly. But yeah. they they follow his orders. They do as he says. Yeah. It's almost like an animal mentality. You have got the alpha of the pack. They follow the orders of their alpha. Yeah. So I mean that's that's what I would believe anyway. 
We've taken this into a deep turn. Well, you never know. I mean, I like to try and find a theory, at least, or something. Yeah. Um, soundtrack. Loved it. It's typical 80s. Isn't yeah, it? there is nothing. Any, anyone from any era listening to this would think it's the 80s. You can't yeah. mistake it for anything other than the 80s. I mean, and do you know what? I, I like the fact that, so you have a sound score, which is done, like basically runs... So you have the film itself, then you have like the suspenseful music and stuff that runs through it, right? Yeah. Which is one bit. Then you've got what Bowie done, that produced and done and wrote himself and stuff that was also added in. So you have two styles of music, one normal, then one of Bowie. Yeah. And they work so well they together. They really do. Because they can... Oh, sorry, I'll tongue my little fun in them. They, they, can, they can go from the suspenseful, mu- suspenseful music straight into a, one of your songs and it works so well it flows into each other really yeah, well yeah yeah which I love I just love the the contrast of different styles but it was as I was saying it was typical 80s like you had the synths the noise the like the drum machine and stuff yeah. like that it was so perfectly done I feel like if they tried to do it now it seemed cheesy and weird yeah I just feel like it would lack I think the soul of the eighties in it. Yeah, like it had lacked that eighties creativity. Like, because yeah. at that time there wasn't, not that there wasn't anything after that, but do you know what I mean? Like there, there wasn't anything. They could only go forward. Whereas yeah. now, Hollywood get run out of ideas. They've so tried they, to recycle they everything. Recycle stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, they did still. There was stuff that we watched from this, and we was like, oh, like the the ball that was chasing them. That was for like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, the door that went that you open it one way is one thing the broom cupboard open it another way and it's an exit um, I've seen that in another movie I think but yeah but do you know what I mean like they they took something from a movie and added it in their way I still think that little effect was cool the door whatever where, which, whichever side you move the handle to yeah you open it it opens to a different area you tried it once oh broom cupboard exactly like, it's yeah. just like that is so cool exactly like it's, it's something so basic um, and I, I like the thing as well. It kind of, it can make you think like the, the, the idea of the labyrinth itself, not what's going on, how they portray it as in, it's not all that it seems. Sometimes you, instead of looking of what you believe it would be, look at it from a different direction or look at it from another way. And you've got to change your perception of what's around exactly. you. Exactly. And the minute she does that, she's able to walk through like the wall. Cause I think when you, when you, like she's running, you're with, we're seeing her from, in front of her, like we're walking in front of her. Yeah. You can see the wall is solid, but only when she, the wall worm, worm tells her, change the way you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. It's clearly there. She walks through and you, the way it lines up the wall with what's behind it works so well. You wouldn't have seen it yourself. Yeah. And I mean, and props to like the, uh, like, well, props to the props department, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and the people that were doing all the, um, like the sets and stuff, because to be able to do that, and do it there's a difference between like if you have a plain wall right you have one red one run like do you have a two plain red walls yeah then one behind it and you make it look like it's the same thing of course it will because it's red like you you won't be a gap no but this is a brick wall, a brick lines wall down with, exactly with so much stuff going on and it still looks the same which is so impressive it really is you know and i was like just little things like that made me think like the time and effort that was put into the film and that's without and that's just sets, you know, like story driven. It's great. Um, you know, like there's not a part where you think oh, I'm getting bored now. Yeah. Story driven. It's amazing. It all is. Oh, yeah. So it's, 
it's not a, there isn't a point where you get bored and then no. there's a bit where it slows down but it slows down to start the next part of the story so there's not a point where it's like it needs to stop to I could watch this through again I would. I didn't get bored at all watching it the first time I through and do you know what I think the main thing was I felt like a kid watching it <laughs> do you know what I mean realize, when it was finished we were both sitting and nodding our heads to the music like this um, spell them yeah. dance magic we both both our heads were nodding to the side for dance magic dance that's what I mean like it's so it takes you out it makes you forget everything that's going on and you get so zoned in on what's happening on the film that you forget everything around you oh, yeah. and like for the, the hour and a half or two hours that it's on you're just zoned into the film you're invested in it. You want to see how it... Even if you've seen it before, you want to see how it's going to go on. Yeah, and I mean, not many films do that. Like, so many films rely on, like, big explosions or uh, too much that, physical too, stuff. Yeah, like, there, there has to be... Like, for example, if it's an action film, there's there's too much fighting or there's there has to be a big car chase. There yeah. has to be a big explosion. There there has to be a gunfire or something like that. Oh, there's that. one particular Hollywood star in all his films. He runs. He runs a lot and that seems to be a signature thing. Yeah, like there has to be something happening to make you draw, like to be drawn in. Yeah. In this... It's the entire movie. Yeah, but th- there's nothing over... Well, it's over the top and exagger- over-exaggerated. But there's no... Nothing... It feels like it's supposed to be like that. With other movies, they're just pushing their tacky on. This is a continuous and it's yeah. really... It's good. Exactly. That, that's what that most films is for the sake of having it in there. They think, oh, where can we put another explosion? Yeah. But with this, it's like, they're not, not that they need them, but I mean, the only thing, the closest it got to like an explosion was kind of the bog, like with the way that it was bubbled up. And yeah. And that could be done from underneath with air machines. Yeah. And even that wasn't over the top. Like it, it looked over the top. But because it was a bog, you expected that kind of thing to yeah. happen. You know, I think, the, I would say, yeah, the bog scene where the wall falls kind of thing like yeah those sort of things like the wall falling or things falling in stuff like that um i did like the fact that jared seems to have power over the environment itself yeah because the moment because he threatened hoggle so if if she kisses you i mean i'll turn you into prince really prince of the bog of eternal stench yeah and when she, uh, when sarah catches hoggle she kisses him floor and falls out from through, between, yeah yeah and then as they're walking along he jared i think i think it was jared makes the land fall makes yeah them, so he has dominion over the very land itself there. Yeah. Which suggests he's more than human now. Exactly. There's a lot of power. And the other thing we were saying was it was really cool when the uh, the robot come from the wall. Yeah, the, the battle armour, the suit and everything. Yeah, because you expect you expect it to be like this big hulking man inside. Take the helmet off. It's this <laughs> tiny little, little goblin with little a few levers. Um, yeah, that did make me laugh. And the... Uh... You found it funny when... Hoggle face planted on the floor from jumping yeah, from it. Yeah, because it was like, oh, I need to get out. It, 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 what did he say? Um, abandoned ship. Yeah. And then cross bodies the floor. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he falls, when he lands, it's very puppet-like when he falls. It's like someone just dropped a puppet. Yeah. Then he, then, then she he goes up. over and then picks him up. Yeah. Do you think, I'm trying to think of the politically correct term. I think um, little people is the correct term at the moment. Yeah. Um, but if I'm wrong and someone you, of that group th- is listening, I do apologise. Do you think there was an actor that had a height deficiency in playing that character? That would be the easiest way to say I it. think there was. I know of many different defic- uh, a bit conditions which cause different physical yeah, yeah. changes. And yeah, I do think there was an adult in the costume. Yeah. Because obviously that was a mask. That, that was a full headpiece. Yeah, you could yeah, tell by the neck yeah. and everything. But even controlling the musculature could be done with your tongue, move it around. Yeah. And they have, remember, Hoggle had a different a voice actor than who was being, who was in there. Mm-hmm. 
So the voice could be added after, as long as the guy's making the mouth movements correctly. Yeah, I mean, that's the same sort of thing with um, with Darth Vader. They had a guy, had like a, a Yorkshire guy, a guy from Yorkshire do like, in the suit. Yeah. And they put James Earl Jones over the top. Well, it's a little bit like that. But, but do, you know, do you know what I mean? Darth Vader had no mouth to move. Yeah. Just a... um, you know, to, to sink it would have been a, a, a lot of Would have been time. very impressive. Um, But yeah, but I, I mean, I love that. And the thing is as well, things like that, it's just, you get that, re- again, you, you can have a puppet that can only do so much. Then you have someone in a costume that that has that little sense of realism back yeah. into there's someone there. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then it kind of bounces that back to the uh, the puppets. And you're like, it's kind of normal in in some sense. Hoggle almost seemed human a lot of the time. You wouldn't, you, yeah. I wasn't thinking of him as a dwarf or a character. It seemed like someone else who was just in the maze. Yeah. Yeah, I would see that. He had he had a more human sign than the other goblins. Oh, yeah. Maybe. The thing is, is he the only dwarf? I mean, you never see any I others. I mean, you, you don't see, no, you don't, don't see others. You do see a lot of weird goblins, like the ones with the pinchers that are trying to um, pinch. <laughs> I mean, what were they trying to do to Ludo? It's just like they were trying to, like, nip him. Because uh, those those teeth weren't strong enough to actually bite through anything. <laughs> those were just funny, weren't they? Those little things. I thought when I first time I saw it, oh, not first time, you know, first time I remember seeing it. Yeah. I thought they were like, it's like scissors you know, or something, yeah, yeah. grabbers. But no, you look now, it's like little creatures holding onto the top of the stick. Do you know what? The thing is as well, we have them sort of things now, but they're toys. We yeah. have the T-Rex yeah. and you squeeze the bottom. <laughs> like when they were, After the, um, Sarah's made them run by chucking rocks at them, which scared them enough to turn the helmets around and make them run. Yeah. In the maze, all you see is the sticks swelling. Yeah, yeah. You can't see the people, you just see the sticks swelling. You've got like, we've worked off like they're looking. Yeah. And they run into each other and they all fall they'll down. fall down. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's perfect comedy. That's that <laughs> typical comedy you get. Like when we watch the Muppets uh, Christmas Carol, and uh, he said it's cold in it. And it's, it's, I can't remember what he says, but he says, um, "Be happy." And all of a sudden they go, "Arriba!" And they're all dressed in Hawaiian yeah. garb and everything. It, it's so, that. Maybe they'd be warmer in the unemployment line. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, things like that. I mean, the thing, the thing that I never noticed before. You know, when she was drawing on the uh, the pavement. Yeah. And then the little. Uh, <laughs> Fragging, oh. fragging. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's a fragging aardvark. <laughs> I never noticed that. No, before. I didn't. Um, but it was just so weird. Like when you know, I need to add fragging to my uh, like my daily. Like, I'm gonna wordage. add that to the list of words. Yeah. <laughs> Second, my phone. I'm gonna put it on that. Remember, I've still got that list of words. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put fragging in there. Did I say wordage? Is that right? Vocab, vocabulary, vocabularum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's my wordage. Um, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to find it on here. It's what is it? Fragging. Yeah, fragging. But that has been used by a lot of other things yeah. as well. But I do like that. It's just again, it's it's a. I think they tried to find a word that sounded like a swear word, but wasn't. Yeah, which is perfect because it's such a silly word. Like it's a, that's a typical puppet word. Do you know what I mean? Like he's got that typical that fragging thing. Like, Down at Fraggle Rock. Yeah, that always reminds me of that. Um, and do you know what? <laughs> right at the very beginning. When Sarah was saying about, um, I wish, I wish. Right, <laughs> the goblins. Did she say it? Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> sure. You'll shut up. It's the whole way the mouth moves in the thing as well. Yeah. And he went, shh. And then he puts his hands over his mouth. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. And the way the goblin says, uh, one of the goblins says, it doesn't even start with I wish. And then she says it, it starts with I wish. Yeah. Uh, I, just I, want him, I don't think any of them know. I want them to go, I want like, to go flip back and he goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I was wrong, but yeah, I do like that. It's just that that stupid comedy, you know. It's it's so silly that it's that funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know. 
But it's a kind of silly and stupid the entire family could laugh about. Yeah, but it's like it's it's that silliness that is perfect for a film like this because it's the labyrinth is built off of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, I mean the labyrinth isn't a fair place. I no. think that's part of it because she was always kind of like how it's not fair, it's not fair. Yeah, she was quite whingy. Yeah. I mean But then again, her parents parents trusted her enough for her mother her stepmother. Oh, I I just think she didn't like the fact that her dad had gotten remarried and she had a new baby half brother. Sorry. Yeah, go on. No, it's alright. Let's have a drink a little But yeah, um what was I saying? About the baby being married. No baby being married, but yeah, there, was, there was a point. Was, there was a point I was trying to make. That, yeah, she wasn't. It's she, not fair. It's not fair. And I think she realised, but that's the way it is. You deal with it. You move on. Yeah. Because she would, as we you know, she was trying to draw on the floor with the lipstick, and they'd send it. They'd send her the wrong way. Yeah. Or that's that's uh, worm at the beginning. Don't go that way. You never go that way. I love that worm. And she run, as the as she as he goes off the as she goes off the worm says, oh Don't. she nearly ran straight to the castle. Yeah. Thinking, What's the bit in the castle just down the road? On the, <laughs> I just love that. Hello. <laughs> looking around. It's hello. And it, it, there's just the worm. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's probably, that is my favourite, like, puppet. <laughs> come here, have a cup of tea. It's, come inside, meet the missus. It's, it's, it's just so silly. Like, it, but, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Everything about it is just so, I think it just makes you feel childish again like when you're watching it and you think about it and talk about it like it's not one as depressing kind of thing as it is like just some of the dark plot bits right yeah but as a, as a child and even now as an adult you don't focus on that you focus on the silliness the light the color the fun yeah like you know us talking about it now it's more an up kind of pod yeah. than it is like oh the film is all right <laughs> do you know what i mean um, oh yeah, yeah. So it does. It does put you in a good mood. Like it's, it's a perfect family film. Well, I know um, something you kept. You kept drawing your eye to. You were fascinated by David by David Bowie's bulge. Oh, it's, <laughs> so I remember. I can't remember. Now, was it when we were talking about it before? I was like, the only thing that puts me off is the skin type because he's got a, like a, a bulge. Yeah, it's, it's got like to be a, a cup, isn't yeah. it? I certainly hope so. Because I think I don't. Right, I'm going to sound. So, he's I'm packing. I'm, I'm so. I'm, <laughs> this is so going to sound wrong, but I'm really not like this. It was overly rounded and moulded for if it was an actual human appendage. Yeah, he's he's wearing an athletic support. No, you know it's a cup. Let's yeah. just leave it there. He is wearing some. Kind I think of... the only thing I would personally change is the costume of that. That I would like. For example, I would have liked him to be. Oh, I, I, don't know, I can it. picture a different set of trousers, black leather without like yeah that. yeah like tattered tatty leather. Yeah, do you remember? Do you know the type that have got like the belt bits that come off the sides? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see him wearing that with that purple top. Kind of like the crow. Yes. Yeah. Very much like that. Exactly like that with like a like the leathery top. Careful, you're about to put on your foot on the. Oh, headphones. Yeah, I don't you breaking your headphones, um, mate. Yeah, but it, it, we had the same sort of mind frame. Like that. That's the only thing I would change. I just wondered who. Was it him that said that had to be that, or was some someone strange executive say, "Right, we want you in this skin tie outfit. Here's a giant cup for you to wear." <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, it would have been interesting to hear. <laughs> yeah, David David Bowie agreed with it, and he was in his music. He was very androgynous, wasn't he? Mm. Very. Um, what did you think of the? Like, so, in a lot of his songs, he done like um, like "Laugh on Mars," "Ashes to Ashes." Ground control to Major Tom. Yeah, so he's he's had loads of different like styles and almost he, like personalities. He reinvented himself a lot. Like every album had a new story. Yeah, 
And with this, again, it had a story, but it was, it wasn't his normal art, like pop music no. kind of thing. It wasn't chart music. This was like film music. Which worked, I think it worked really well for him. I mean, I did mention to you, is this entire film just like a music video for him? Yeah, kind of. Like, I would say so. I mean, you could take, if they were to release, um, what's the song? You remind me of the babe. Dance Magic Dance. That, that's it. Yeah. Right. If they were to do that and they were to make, it would have been a three minute video and they would have had Bowie dancing around with the puppets and stuff and they had thrown the other bit in. Anyone, and they released it as a music video, people were like, that's a weird video, but they wouldn't have thought anything of it. Like, no, because it's, it's Bowie. Yeah. So the fact that I was able to have that sort of style of song in a film and have it like that and no one batted an eyelid and it was like, oh, <laughs> it, that, it's, it's just Bowie. a film. Yeah, it's Bowie. You know, and I think that's that's what's really cool, the way he could reinvent himself and do that and pull off this sort of character. He, he, he was a really good artist. He was an artist. Yeah, like literally. Um, what about his eye makeup? That was oh, a little odd. To me, it always seemed bird-like, the way they pulled it almost like Egyptian towards the sides. Yeah, I, I see was, what you mean. I think that was in like reflection of the owl he became. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, why do, do you think... The owl was his true form, then maybe. I mean, because there's so many ways you could go. Like the owl was his true form to become human. I think. I think we'll go with yours that he was originally human, but he's he's got all this power from being in that land so long. Yeah, and I think because if he could go into the human world as a human, he would. I think the only way he can revisit the human world is in owl form. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, he could have tempted Sarah right at the beginning. Yeah, because I mean, right Wait. at the very beginning is there's the owl there. Wait, he was he in the human world as an, as a human. No, he came in as an owl and became human. Yes, yeah, so the only way you can travel into the human world is as, as an, an owl, owl yeah. to fly in. Because the air flies back to the moon. Which makes me always think, like, is the labyrinth in another planet? It'd be interesting. But then does that change the whole thing about it being a dream as well, doesn't it? True. I don't know. That's what I mean. There's so many different ways you can kind of take on the film and, like, is it this? Is it that? Is it this? Um, I think the good thing is we'll never know. No, it it leaves it open forever to spe- to speculation. Yeah, and that is part of what draws you into a good movie because you can spend hours just examining it. Exactly that. Um, all right, if if it was to be redone today, I would not go and see it. This is the classic. Same reason I won't go and see. Re- I never watched the re uh, re released Mary Poppins. Yeah. Okay. Dick Van Dyke's Cockney accent may have been horrific, <laughs> but it was part of the story. It was part of yeah, like the cheese movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, but if they were to redo it today, who, who would play you, Jared? Who would play him? It'd have to be someone tall, thin, a similar body type to Bowie. I mean, you couldn't have someone overly muscular doing it, and you couldn't have someone shorter than him. Um, I mean, I mean, you could go with someone. For example, you could go with someone shorter, but they could be. I think the idea is because we've already got a concept of him being gangly, that tall and gangly yeah. kind of thing. Having someone shorter would be more. Um, like menacing, I would say. Kind of, it'd be one of those things, because they're small, they've got more power. If yeah. they're tall, they've got more. Like, if they're muscly, they've got power. Like, his size is perfect. Kind oh, of, yeah. like, that Bowie's size. Is Bowie's perfect. size and this was perfect for the character. Yeah, so who who would you have? And I, I, someone else was talking about that before. And uh, there was, like, Jim Carrey. But I feel like Ke- Jim Carrey would be, I think he would ruin the film. Like or ruin I, the I concept think, of the character. I could think I could see Jim Carrey being the voice of Hoggle. Yeah, but I'm thinking more like Johnny Depp or something. For that's a good shout. But I feel like if Tim Burton was to touch it, it would he would ruin something that's great because he has his, his own style. Yeah, 
Now, this is very Tim Burton-esque in a way. But, but it will always have not, more of Jim Henson in it than anything yeah, else. Yeah, but it, it's, it's not dark enough to be a Burton sort of film. No. Um, but Johnny Depp is a good shout, actually. I didn't think of that. No, who were you thinking of them? I, I don't know. It's been wrecking my brain. Like Since we started watching it, I was like, who? if they were to redo it, who would they have? Because we always ask this question with classics. Right, who would be Sarah, then, for you? Um, again, it's, it's really hard, isn't it? I mean, have you got anyone in mind? I don't know many female actors. No, I don't I'm watch movies very much. And... I can't think. Someone that needs to be whingy. He's young, looks young. I'm sorry, I just went with that one, that girl from uh, Twilight. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> but, um, um, don't mean to offend you, good lady, but the moment you said whingy. Anna Kendrick, she might be a good shout. Things we don't have to stick with uh, Caucasian. No, no, we don't. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, saying that, um, Zendaya, that plays MJ from Spider-Man. That would be brilliant. I could see that. Yeah. yeah she I could... could maybe do. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. I could see her doing that, but she'd have to, because Sarah seemed a bit vapid in this as well. Very, yeah. life isn't fair. My stepmother asked me to look after my own half-brother. It's so unfair. Yeah. She, no, I reckon she could play that off, you know. Yeah, um, I'm saying that she would have to vamp, yeah, yeah. Vape it, vamp it up. <laughs> you could have the rock as <laughs> as Jareth. That, I mean, that'd be interesting. I don't want to see him in his skin no. type bulging outfit either, thank you. Um... You've got this weird obsession with seeing muscular men in skin-tight outfits. <laughs> well, I do watch wrestling. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation <laughs> with a therapist, thank you. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, other than that, no, I don't know. I'd, I mean, Zendaya would be a good shout for playing Sarah. Right, so we've got Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, Johnny Depp and Zendaya, I would say, yeah. would probably be And next. Jim Carrey for Hoggle. Yeah. I'd want, I know it sounds stupid, Vin Diesel for Ludo. He's, al- he's already done um uh, That's fair. I was going to say Ryan Reynolds. I think he'd be too silly for like, it. If Ryan Reynolds could play um, Sir Bossy Space, the little guy. Didius. Yeah, Sir Didius. Oh, yeah. that, <laughs> I could see that. Um, right, well, Hollywood, if you're listening, uh, we just give you a great cast. Mm. I mean, that's a pricey cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but think if they were to redo it, you know, with their, their CGI and stuff that we just butchered and said, <laughs> I made sense about. It's all terrible. Why don't you use it to fix them, make a new movie? Exactly. But don't, don't remake it. What if they made a, like a, a sequel? Well, this is what I was saying. I said to you, would could they do a sequel? And we were like, probably, but we wouldn't like there to be a sequel. No. However, they continued on as a sequel in like four or five books in manga form. It's strange that the, it's carried on in book form rather than like a TV series or straight to movie, a straight to TV movie. I like that though, because... Oh, well, I'm not putting it down. Yeah, yeah. It is very strange. Um... Normally, it's the other way around. It goes from like a TV show to a film or TV show to comics to film. Yeah. Like Buffy, for example, and Angel finished in comic book, comic book form throughout. Um, but this, going to, and as well, manga. It's very odd. Like it's not a standard comic book. No. You know? I, first time I ever read manga, I made the mistake of reading it like a book. Yeah, you read it from the back yeah. to the front. It's, it's very odd. Like very odd. Um but then again, it's that's something that the Japan, Japanese do really well, and it's you know they they literally sometimes do things backwards for that reason, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like red. I mean, I got Tokyo uh, Gore. I couldn't think of it. I was thinking, I was trying to think. Hang on, it's something to do with a Gore. I couldn't think what it was. Yeah, so I got the first two of them. Them and reading them is very good. Like it's 
so different. Yeah. You know, to a normal book. Like I started off. I right, I hadn't read much manga. I watched. Um, a few, I won't mention this, the animes I've watched. But yeah. then I went into the. Sh- I went into a shop and I actually looked at the, the manga version of it. And it's actually pretty cool just to actually read it when you've already known about the, the, the story, story itself. Yeah. Um, but I would be very interested to try and find the books for this, like Labyrinth 2. Just um, to find out what the storyline is. Yeah, yeah, because apparently it's Toby when he's a teenager. To, to claim revenge on Jareth, yeah. Jared, whatever. But yeah, I'm going to have a look out for him. I mean, they must be around. They come out in 2006, roundabout. So it wouldn't be hard to find them. Sorry, I was just checking out. George the... Lucas. What's he doing on this? Sorry, I didn't mean to. That's just... all right. And he was in Indiana Jones: Last Crusade, which would make sense. Explains the, where that uh, came from. That but bolt. when the cleaners came through, and you think it's going to be some big machine, it was just two, three goblins, two of them doing the bike movement, and one of them steering. And do you know what I like as well? The fact that the bike movement was made with the puppets going round, yeah, kind of thing. It wasn't. It, it wasn't one of them doing uh, pedaling. No, it, it, it was what each standing. one standing on it and doing it that <laughs> yeah. way. Which is again, it's that ridiculous puppet. Like puppet comedy, yeah. Kind of thing. Um, is there anything you would change other than the uh, the costume for Bowie when he wears the skin type thing? You are so obsessed with that bulge. Um, no, I can't think of it. I don't like her whinging, but that was part of her character, yeah. So, no, not off the top of my head. No, what about I, you? no, I would say maybe I don't know. I feel like he's great as it is. Like, I feel like adding something or taking something away would kind of change the Star Wars It film. would detract from its greatness. Yeah. Maybe, may, if they were to redo it, like, have a re, keep the same thing, have a remastered version. Right. The only thing I would change would be, like, the green screen thing, like the chroma key. Because you could tell it's kind of green screened. Yeah. Um, like, with the with the owl flapping and the At creatures that could take, creatures their heads take their heads off and stuff. I think they're called fireflies. Yeah. I believe so. But other than that, that would be the only thing that I'd change because I'd like it just a bit more crisp. Like, yeah. But that's it. Like other than that, but we're spoiled with what we know now. Back then, that must have that been was amazing. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then we were saying there's a lot of similarities. Like this reminds me of the Wizard of Oz, but the Return to Oz. Yeah, the darker version um, of it. Yeah. Which, as I said, I think is the better one. Maybe we should do them for a pod. That'd be interesting. Um. I do remember not liking the in the second one the creatures who have the wheels and the feet as they yeah, go around. Those, freaky, yeah, man. they were freaky. The one who takes the head off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the scarecrow in the second one. That just whoever designed that has some kind of satanic Jack, influence. Jack wasn't it? I think that was a scarecrow called Jack. I don't know what he was, but I didn't um, like it very much. But but yeah, I mean maybe we could do them if you want to hear us do them. That then uh, let us know on Twitter. Yeah. Um, speaking of, um, so before we rate it. There's a couple of ways you can support the podcast. One, you can go and follow us on our social medias. Now, Chris, normally I just throw you in at the deep end and say, what's our Instagram? However, we decided that FRM is going to stop. Uh, maybe we'll bring it back. We still have everything done. Our copyright's still on us and all that stuff. So we, still, we do own that. However, we're going to be running things through As Yet Untitled. Um, purely because I feel like when more known for As Yet Untitled um, than we are if in media, um, Chris ag- agreed that, you know, we're more, people go like, oh, do you do a podcast? Yeah, we're As Yet Untitled. We're not FRM, we're As no. Yet Untitled. No, I understand that. That's um, why I just liked something. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like, so we had a, a long chat and I was like, mate, do we do it? Because we spoke about it before, but we wasn't sure. No. I feel like now is the time for us to transition. 
Um, I will admit, I still wasn't 100% behind it, but it's, we both agreed it was time to do that. Yeah, uh, and I feel like since we've done that, it's been more relaxed with other bits and pieces that we've had to do. Um, so going forward, we are now as yet untitled. Um, we, some things have changed over, some things haven't. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are down as at Instagram at we are as yet untitled, all one word. Yep. Um, if you go over to our Facebook page, it's exactly the same as facebook.com forward slash we are as yet untitled. And our Twitter is also changing, which would also be we are as yet untitled. So everything to do with us will be moving. It's all going to be changing. Everything's going to be we are as yet untitled. So if you have followed us on FRM underscore media, AYU, or FRM underscore media, you haven't got to run follow us and try and find us again. The only thing that's changed is our name. The pages are staying exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so don't worry about doing all the hard stuff. We've already done it. Just stay loyal. Um, keep liking, retweeting, following, sharing, commenting, etc., etc. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? That's yeah. the only thing. Well, that the was... only thing we've got to do now is to rate. Yeah. All right. So before you do that again, I need to bore you all with the um, the sponsors and stuff. As I said, uh, if you are a energy drink drinker but you want something a little bit healthier. If you are a gamer and you want to be able to get off your ass <laughs> and uh, just have an energy drink and you don't want to have to buy ridiculous amounts, right? If you are a streamer or of any editor, graphic designer, anything like Who that. Who needs a little boost to keep gone going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we use it in the gym. Yeah. So, I mean... You can <laughs> use it anywhere, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... It's, but basically, it's an energy drink that's healthier. Right, so if you do want a healthier energy drink, which everyone's like, oh, I don't like energy drinks, until you don't knock it till you've tried it, yeah. because it's great. Um, but yeah, Rogue Energy is probably the greatest thing um, energy drink-wise. You know, it's got everything that we need in it. Um, I think it peaks performance no matter what you do. It keeps you alert, it keeps you on the ball. Um, if you want the Gladiator Shaker, which I, I really want, by the way, it looks really cool. There's that one or the lime green one. You seem to really want a big 20... Was it 24 inches? 24 ounce. Ounce. 24 inches. Easy. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) Um, Let myself slip then. (laughs) Uh, 24 ounce shaker, (laughs) um, which is called Gladiator, which is like... How would you describe it? It's white and like a bluish ice blue. Yeah, the top is white. The top is white. The top is white and underneath is ice blue. Yep. Um, So if you want one of those, click on the link in the the, uh, footnotes. Or what do you call it? Podcast notes? Sunlight footnotes? Oh, I don't know. In a note description box thing. Just go with description box. Yeah, we ne- I never know what to call it. I feel like every episode it changes something <laughs> yeah. else. We normally say description, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So in the description box up below, um, click on the link, which will be, it will say literally Rogue Energy. Click it. Buy yourself one. Try it. There is a, um, a tester pack, which is like 12, 15 different flavors. Yeah. And you get a free shaker with that. All you got to do is $12, by the way. And all you got to do is type in AYU10, you get 10% off. Excellent. Um, which is amazing. He's brilliant. Um, and we have Yippee Skippy merch that comes out, <laughs> <laughs> which comes out very soon. Um, yeah, I felt like we needed new merch. Um, but like, Sorry. Yippee Skippy. Yippee Skippy. This is one of the things I kind of, you know, when you watch something and you're like, Oh, it sounded good if you said it like this, kind of thing. But it wasn't <laughs> wasn't that wording. It was just I said something out of like excitement, being stupid. 
and I think I just like, I partially collapsed, just yeah, laughing like, at you. Yippee, skippy, and and I don't know. I so, nearly um, went myself laughing. Uh, so that merch comes out <laughs> very soon. Uh, we'll have a link in the uh, description box, uh, in the footnotes down the bottom, underneath <laughs> on the uh, dis- wordage. Um, <laughs> wordage. But, uh, yeah. So we'll we'll have a link. Um, Siri, is wordage a real word? It's got to be a real word. I'm not sure I understand. Siri is useless, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So on the wordage. Um, so click that, and then uh, you'll. Uh, I'll tell you when it's out. To be honest, you even know that we when we've released it because we'll end up flooding it everywhere on all of our social media yeah. again. Um, if there is any merch that you like, then uh, let us know. If there's anything that you would like us to add. Let us know. If there's something that we said that we didn't even realise we said as a word, and you think, oh, that'd be good like for a slogan or something, let us know, because like yeah. we're more than happy to, to do that. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Boring stuff out of the way. <laughs> Let's rate it. Uh, me or you going first? You first. All right, I'm going to say 8.5. Okay, reason? Um, I think everything about it is just, to me, it's great. Like, there's not... It made me f- go back to my childhood. Um... I enjoyed it. There wasn't a part where I got lost or bored. It didn't certain. There wasn't overuse of stuff. No, you know, like it didn't flood you with all the bits and pieces. Yeah, like I wasn't over flooded with emotion and stuff like that. I was grasped when I was supposed to be shocked. I was still shocked. I laughed a lot at puppets, which always makes me feel. I can laugh at a puppet, <laughs> yeah. and they must have done something right. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think I really enjoyed it. I'd happily watch it again. I think it's a great family film. So uh, yeah, eight point five. I'm actually going to go with the same few, 8.5. Yeah. For pretty, I don't mean to like just copy, the it's reasons. the same reasons. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, there's one bit that always, even now I'm smiling because of it. It's the uh, Mr. Sir Diddums. He's yeah. trying to attack um, Ludo and he's just hitting him with a stick. Oh, Ludo's yeah. just like, what are you doing? Is that when he's on his head and he's back? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. We did say there must be more than one puppet of him. Because he jumps off to the side and suddenly he's up in the tree. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the bit you really <laughs> howled when he got thrown and went, doing. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, he... <coughs> You're trying to kill me. <laughs> he gets Ludo. Ludo throws him. He lands yeah, in the bush yeah. and suddenly doing, and he just comes jumping out. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you ever do that at school with the rulers? Yeah. <laughs> and then you do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I got told off so many times in maths for doing that. Yeah. But that that's the part that's the magic of this movie. You one thing can make you smile for ages afterwards. Yeah. So uh yeah, yeah. So um I think this has been a great thirtieth episode. Oh yeah. Um I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's everything. Alright, so it's thirty episodes in. Chris, have you got a last word? Yippee skippy! No. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. You scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm funny jumping. Well, careful where you're sitting. Oh, man. <laughs>